0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tulsa Lately, your favorite locally-based podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Got another great interview today. Her name is Elizabeth Frame Ellison, and she's the CEO of the Lobick Taylor Family Foundation. Uh, We discussed the Mother Road Market, which is their latest project, Um, and it's pretty much exactly what this could not be more perfect for this podcast. Not only is it a local small business founded... By, you know, Tulsa people. It is also a business that is designed to give other small businesses and entrepreneurs a foot in the door whenever they're trying to start with their own thing. So there's a lot of startup costs and regulations and licensing. I can just kind of make it difficult for anyone who doesn't have a giant pile of cash, you know, to get their start. So that's kind of who they're out to help. And uh, you'll learn she's great, got a great vision, um, and has a real passion for, helping people get their start. So without further ado, enjoy. All right, so I am here at the Mother Ode Market with the uh, President and CEO. Would you like to introduce yourself real quick?
1: Hi, I'm Elizabeth Frame Ellison and I run the Lobeck Taylor Family Foundation.
0: All right. So, um, what are you all about here in the market? what What is What is this about?
1: Yeah. So we um, just Friday, November second, opened Mother Road Market, which is Tulsa's first food hall. It's twenty seven thousand square feet, featuring twenty one different businesses, primarily restaurants, and all local. In addition to a pop up demonstration kitchen, a vault that can be rented by the day. an awesome patio. Wait, what do you
0: mean by vault? So,
1: so this building is so cool. It's, um, it was built in 1939 as a grocery distribution warehouse. And the vault that I'm talking about is original to the building. And when we were doing demo, I couldn't bear to get rid of the vault. And so we decided to make it a pop-up space so anyone can rent the vault by the day and pop up with their business idea to sell any retail product.
0: So when you say vault, you mean it was literally like... It's literally a vault. sealed vault kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: we had Magic City Books over the weekend. They sold cookbooks. They started a Magic City Cooks and they sold cookbooks and cooking themed books. And then Sunday we had something called a woman who makes something called small things and she makes little tiny clay magnets and she was making little blue whales on site and they were so cute.
0: Yeah. So sorry, I kind of cut you off. Why don't you finish telling us what what this whole thing is, what this whole project is about?
1: Yeah. So um, really, it started about 10 years ago. I tried to start a cupcake business called High Cupcake. And I it was a side hustle when I first started at the foundation and realized that businesses in Tulsa um, who wanted to make food had a lot of barriers at the upfront and a lot of startup costs that they um, weren't prepared for. And so I wish there had been a place like Kitchen 66, our kitchen incubator, that I could have gone to for my cupcake business to learn the business skills associated with scaling a food business and also to have a commercial kitchen that I could rent by the hour so I would have a legal space to make my food. Well, I started researching it and figured out that the foundation could beta test um, a kitchen incubator. So about three years ago, we beta tested Kitchen Sixty Six in the Sunoco building downtown, and just started getting great um, applicants. We started popping up with um, breakfast and lunch every day in the Sun building. It was a huge success and validated the market of um, of Tulsa food for us. And so we decided to take this incredible space and keep a portion of it for our kitchen incubator, but really expand it to a startup space for food entrepreneurs where they could really test their concepts. So the idea was kind of a variety of food businesses, some more established than others, and then built in mentoring and um, you know giving them an affordable rental rate that was still a market rate, but building in programming and services so we could get a lot of people through the doors. And boy, did it work.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty busy out there, folks. I, yeah, there's a lot of people out there right now. Um, so when you say when you say mentoring, could you elaborate on that? What do you...
1: Yeah, I mean it's kind of cool. A lot of it happens really naturally, but we have some pretty seasoned restaurateurs that are opening in the space right next to some restaurateurs who this is their first brick and mortar location, and so they're able to offer advice on. Um, you know, everything from labor modeling to food costs. And and then for our three businesses that are Kitchen 66 graduates, we actually provided them with financial mentoring so that they could go through and get a realistic pro forma so they could goal set around their first year.
0: So, when you say Kitchen 66 graduates, you mean that there were people that came over from that, kind of moved with you? And three
1: everything? of our, yes. So, three that's of cool. our shops are dedicated to Kitchen 66 graduates, and they get a reduced rent and a shorter lease period to test their concepts. Hey. Yeah. We also have one shop that's a takeover cafe. So, people who are currently participating in our program can pop up just for a day. Um, yesterday, we had some amazing, uh, Tataya's Kitchen popped up with uh, chicken and waffles. And somebody sent us a Facebook message saying it was the best chicken and waffles they've ever had. So pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> okay. So a little bit ago, you you mentioned um, barriers to entry, you know, and you kind of uh, touched a little bit on cost. So would you want to explain a little bit more about that? Maybe are there other ones as well? Or
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, just outfitting a commercial kitchen is almost a hundred thousand dollars even for just like a bare bones kitchen and then you have a bunch of different licensing you have to go through um for the health department and of course the tax the oklahoma tax commission and then you have to write checks to the state health department and the city health department and then you have to you know you've got a perishable product so you've got a lot of upfront cost and a spoilage risk if you don't sell everything that you make so it's you know there are there are just a lot more risks in a food startup than a traditional like tech startup say
0: okay so i i guess just personally i'm curious so specifically with the licensing um so do do you kind of have one license to cover all or something like you're saying that good question we don't um
1: Kitchen 66 has its own license, and we also run, as I mentioned, the Takeover Cafe, where businesses can pop up, as well as a general store in partnership with the Tulsa Farmers Market. Okay. So we have licenses for those businesses. Every other business that works um, at Kitchen 66 and Mother Road Market has to have their own health department license. So we get... A lot of inspections from the health department. We are good friends with the health department. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm great friends, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> no, but um, what is the meaning behind the name?
1: Mother Road Market. Yeah, yeah. So Route sixty six is also known as the
0: Mother Road. Oh, I, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. And Oklahoma actually has the longest stretch of Route sixty six in the United States. And Since the Lobeck Taylor Family Foundation is really a foundation committed to supporting entrepreneurs and decreasing barriers for entrepreneurs to pursue their goals, it seemed really fitting to open a business along a stretch that was really a commercial uh, opportunity corridor for businesses in the 30s and 40s. So it's supposed to be obviously named because it's on Route 66 and it's the Mother Road, but it's also... Supposed to be, you know, a symbol of the Of the entrepreneurial spirit that businesses had along the mother road
0: So, um, what does it take? What if, what if I just decide to start a little coffee shop? What, what would it take to get into Marketplace?
1: Yeah, well, I, if you wanted to start a little coffee shop I would recommend that you go through our launch program at Kitchen 66 So you can learn the business side of of making your food business a reality.
0: So we'll offer classes and stuff almost.
1: We have, um, yeah, co- we have two launch classes a year. And then we also have workshops that ah. take place. Um, everything from learn knife skills to last night, we had Whole Foods um, on site talking about a non-GMO plant-based diet. Hmm. So if did you wanted you, yeah, to... did you finish? Yeah. Yeah. So if you wanted to start your coffee business, you should go through Kitchen 66 and then... Maybe you want to pop up at our takeover cafe and get on our wait list to um to join the second tranche of tenants who will be in the market
0: okay all right, so what what kind of i mean what kind of businesses do you have here? How wide of a range how diverse is the is yeah. the selection do you, do you try to stick to certain categories or just anyone that you like?
1: Well, we were really looking at at a few different things when we were curating our selection of tenants one, as I mentioned earlier, we were trying to look at established versus new businesses we knew established businesses like Philip Phillips chicken and the wolf Um, he owns lone wolf and we knew they had a great Mm. dedicated following and if we could get them in the space they would bring customers with them so andolini's chicken and the wolf nice guys shrimp shack oklahoma joe's barbecue those were sort of our we know these people have a good following and people will come to eat there and then the rest of the tenants we mixed in we considered um, a little riskier of a tenant they didn't have as much of a following but they had amazing food and we thought would fit in well with our community in the space so offered them um, leases and then worked with them to to help prepare for this um, grand opening
0: what kind of you have uh, I, I saw a little bit on your page talking about family and kid activities and stuff like that
1: yeah so I think one of the goals of this space is that it's really a community space for Tulsa so we really strived to make sure that we embedded that sense of community with programming and um, and the space. So there's a play area for kids down in inside the building where they can pretend to work at their own kitchen or start their own food truck. And then there's also a great patio outside that in addition to a tiny car that they can sit in and pretend to drive, it also has nine holes of Route 66 themed miniature golf. And just like a big AstroTurf green space where my kids were playing tag all of last weekend. So <laughs> it's all covered nice and, you know, nice and dry for people to um, spend time as a family.
0: I didn't even I didn't even notice that. It, you, whenever you drive by on the street, it honestly it doesn't look super big. But I Then know. you walk in here, and it's it's this huge space.
1: I don't know how that works. I have no idea, but I agree. People, that's been a common reaction as people walk through the doors and say, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea." But it's twenty seven thousand square feet, and the patio is uh, four thousand square
0: feet. Okay, so um, I was kind of curious. I had. I had you touched on it a little bit, but I had it written down. I was kind of, you said this has been in planning for how long?
1: Well, I, I really started dreaming about it about 10 years ago, um, but got serious about researching and figuring out how to build it about six years ago.
0: I just kind of wanted to gauge the inspiration it was it was kind of because you saw your own frustrations in trying to open up your own store what were some of the problems that you were having again
1: yeah i saw my own frustrations which were the cost of kitchen equipment the lack of mentorship i i really sought out business advice and couldn't find any other than like oh good luck starting a food business nobody can make it um (laughs) And so I you know, I wanted to build a space that was supportive of people who wanted to pursue their culinary dreams. Um, and you know, I traveled around and looked at a bunch of different food halls that are kind of all the rage right now um, and thought, why shouldn't Tulsa have an incredible food hall? And why shouldn't Route 66 be a center of innovation for food businesses? We live in an agricultural state. We're perfectly situated to do this. It doesn't need to all happen in New York and California.
0: Can you expound a little bit more on the different types of food that you have available here?
1: Yeah, so we have New Orleans style fried chicken sandwiches from Chicken and the Wolf. Awesome barbecue. We've got Nice Guys Shrimp Shack, which has really good coconut shrimp and a bunch of other stuff. And tacos, some of the best street tacos I've ever had, and they're only a dollar a piece. Um, we've got the Well Bar serving local beer and cocktails.
0: That's Now you're speaking my language.
1: <laughs> we've got uh, Bodie's Bowl, which is a great, healthy, uh, sort of ethnic-flavored bowls, And they've got great vegetarian and vegan options. Bake Shop makes some of the best bread and croissants I've ever had in my life. And Big Dipper has local ice cream. We've also got the Crustacean Station selling lobster rolls and Mountain Blackberry, clearly Canadian, and um, just really a bunch of delicious options.
0: I feel like that um, it would be pretty hard to find someone that, you know, something on that list didn't sound good to.
1: I agree, and it's been kind of fun to watch people come in because they get excited like, oh, my kid never wants to come out to eat, all he wants to eat is pizza. Well, we've got a place for where your kid can eat pizza and have time to play while you're drinking a beer and eating something that you want to eat.
0: Okay, sold. Or
1: your friends. You guys can all, when nobody can decide what you want to eat for dinner, come to the Motherhood Market. Everybody can get what sounds good to them, and then you meet up on the patio.
0: So are there any non-food, like any retail? I I saw something about retail space on this. we've
1: got three. Um, The Nest Interiors, which they have a location on Cherry Street, um, but they sell really cute coffee mugs that have funny sayings on them tea towels aprons stuff like that and then we've got um our general store that sells the motherhood market swag and tulsa and oklahoma themed gifts and then consumer packaged goods from um our kitchen 66 participants and others and then we've also got mythic press and they are a um T shirt pressing and embroidery company, and they do, they are actually, their offices are just a little further down the road on Route 66, and they do such cool design. They printed all our Mother Road Market shirts, and they have a t shirt vending machine that they set up in their what? cart.
0: I know. Explain that. What is that?
1: So instead of like a candy bar or a soda, they have t shirts and hats and stickers in their vending machine. So you stick cash or a credit card in and select, you know, like D3. And then it throws your t-shirt out
0: (laughs) the future is here Yeah, exactly (laughs) all right so i'll give you a little chance to plug what what do you have coming up what are some events coming up
1: when is this people can get
0: excited about
1: when will you put this up
0: Um, i'm gonna put it out tomorrow
1: okay so one really cool thing we have going on is every wednesday from five to nine we have something called flight night So all of our food businesses are selling just a taste of something for a discounted price and you can Mm -hmm. go around and try something from all of our tenants and get your passport stamped and get entered to win some sort of prize. Um, We also have a pasta making class presented by OSU Culinary that's happening Thursday, November 8th from 6 to 8 in our demo kitchen. And in the vault this week on Saturday, we have Fleet Feet popping up. So if you need to get some running gear to get ready for the Route 66 Marathon, you can uh, get it at Fleet at Fleet Feet pop up in our vault. We also have the um, Tulsa Farmer's Market happening every Saturday um, in our back lot from 9 to noon. Okay. That was awesome last Saturday. It was a great, beautiful day outside, beautiful flowers and great winter vegetables starting to grow. So.
0: So is there anything you feel like that you wanted to touch on before, uh, you know, anything you feel like you didn't get a chance to discuss?
1: You know, we're just really excited about the opportunity to meet with the community and have them come in and enjoy this space. We're, um, we're a startup ourselves. The foundation likes to practice what we preach. so. We're spending this week analyzing our opening weekend operations, fine-tuning, and making sure our customers have the best possible experience. So I would say check motherroadmarket.com for events. If you're worried about parking, that's a great place to see our parking map. And if you have any feedback, we are constantly monitor- monitoring our social media. So let us know what's up.
0: And then where... Uh if there is a small business that's interested in coming in here where do they go to apply or speak to someone
1: yeah they can go to kitchen66tulsa.com or find someone um on on the motherhood market staff who can give them more information
0: great well elizabeth i really appreciate you having me out here to talk to you this is such an exciting thing that you're doing and um it's funny. I live a little bit down the road, and I've driven by this building. I've seen that sign up there, and I've been wondering what it's going to be. I'm really excited to come back by and actually buy something.
1: Good. Well, we'll be excited <laughs> to have you. All right. Thanks.
0: And that wraps it up for this episode of Tulsa Lately. Follow Mother Road Market on Facebook to get a hold of all their events and you know anything else that they're promoting, as well as you know they've got a website and stuff too. I believe it's MotherRoadMarket.com. Follow Tulsa Lately on Facebook as well if you don't already. I'm also on iTunes and CastBox because you don't want to miss my next episode for sure. My next episode is going to be with the CEO and hopefully also a store manager of the Peak Dispensary in Tulsa. That's right. I'm going to be speaking to... Pretty much one of the first dispensaries to open. I know they're the first ones that have their ish together on a website. So good on them. That's kind of why I chose to talk to them. Other dispensaries, if you're listening to this, come on, man. Get your website up. What is the deal? Who doesn't have a website? Come on, guys. Come on. But, you know, that about does it. If you want to advertise on the show, you can contact me. Um, if you want to donate, let's see. I say go ahead and, you know. Clear out a solid 30% of your checking account. I'm not greedy. You don't have to do all or even half. 30% is fine. Drive it over to my house. Once again, hours are 6 to 7.30 for cash donations. Um, and I guess other than that, other than begging for money, you know, I'll see you all around.